everybody. I'm Jonathan Randall, and welcome to another episode of How You Like Me Now. Sadly, there is still no ceasefire, and the living nightmare the people of Gaza have been experiencing continues. It's no longer the slow drip genocide Palestinians have been facing for decades, and is now a relentless onslaught that's on display for the world to see. Israeli worshipers are so busy denying genocide that they can't understand that merely the accusation should have them questioning their blind allegiance to the criminal state of Israel. It is now being reported that the Israeli Navy fired on a UN aid convoy trying to deliver food to the people starving in Gaza. Israel had approved the convoy, but I guess it treats humanitarian aid the same way it treats the Palestinian people and attacks where it tells them it's safe to go. One of the trucks and the food it contained were destroyed, and after Israel denied the rest of the trucks from bringing crucial aid, despite Gaza being on the brink of famine where children are suffering from acute malnutrition. This is just one of the numerous incidents where aid convoys and even warehouses storing aid have been attacked by the most moral army in the world. It's so upsetting that so many of my fellow Jews have been so indoctrinated by Israel that they have totally normalized the bigotry and perpetual violence against innocent Palestinians. Far too many Jews don't even realize they have such a strong racial bias. They have been manipulated by a political ideology to believe that their religious freedom is tied to the oppression and dehumanization of the Palestinians. I know it's hard for Jews to accept the truth about Israel and its violent treatment of the Palestinians, to come to the realization that the lies they have been fed formed not only their ideology, but their self-identity. And the very thing they have been indoctrinated to have pride in all their lives only exists because of unimaginable horrors that anyone who values human life should be ashamed of. I am constantly hearing from worshipers of Israel that Palestinians raise their children to hate Jews, totally ignoring that any child growing up seeing their family being kicked out of their generational homes, being kidnapped and murdered, would have hatred for their oppressors. They try to diminish the Palestinian struggle while totally ignoring that Israel instills bigotry and hatred in their children. Far too many Israelis raise their kids to view Palestinians as less than human. An Israeli writer and researcher examined 1,700 Israeli children's books and found that more than a third of them contain dehumanizing descriptions of Palestinians, referring to them as violent, evil, liars, greedy, two-faced, snakes, and vicious animals, among other descriptions meant to strip Palestinians of their humanity. This is what Israelis read to their children at bedtime. So when they grow up, they will commit nightmares on Palestinians. I think that it's really important that more people know about the suffering the Palestinians have faced at the hands of Israel in the ongoing Nakba. 
The Nakba, which means catastrophe, has been going on for 75 years and started with the violent attacks and dispossession of 750,000 Palestinians at the hands of violent Zionist terrorist militias. The Nakba includes the destruction of Palestinian culture, society, political rights, and identity. Israel not only wants to deny the reality of the Nakba, but it has a law limiting free speech about it. Because you know how punishing free speech is a part of any thriving democracy? It is illegal in some countries to deny the Holocaust, yet Israel and many of its supporters continue to deny the atrocities that were committed against Palestinians in the creation of Israel. If we truly want to move forward in peace, we must universally acknowledge the Nakba and the trauma the Palestinian people have suffered. Just like there's an International Holocaust Remembrance Day, there should be an international day to commemorate the millions of victims of the Nakba. Far too often, people try to diminish the Palestinian cause by claiming that all Palestinians really want is to kill every Jew, which is not true and merely Israeli propaganda. While Israel tries to convince the world of this lie, it literally kills thousands and thousands of Palestinians. One of my Palestinian friends, I recommend everyone get at least one, shared with me some of the things Palestinians actually want. Her name is Sana, and I wanna put her dreams out into the world in an effort to help make them a reality. Let's start with an apology for the Nakba, not only from Israel, but from any country that was complicit with it. Palestinians want to be able to travel freely, not only go to work or school or to visit religious sites, but internationally, just like anyone else who wanted to study or work abroad without it being dictated by Israel. They want their own airport and ports and be able to invest in businesses and property in Palestine without Israeli terrorist settlers destroying or stealing them. It's nearly impossible for Palestinians to get insurance and any progress they have in their businesses are constantly stifled by the IOF and settlers. Just like anyone else, they want control over their own economy, to patent their own inventions, to create their own tourism industry. They wanna have their own trading partners without Israel being the middleman. They want to stop living in fear that their homes will be stolen or destroyed. Palestinian families save for generations to build a home on their land only to have Israel destroy it with the intent of also destroying their hope for a better future for their families. They want to stop being used as guinea pigs for Israeli weapons and having Israel profit off their oppression. They want to be a part of the UN and not continue to be harassed in other countries for being stateless. Palestinians want to have a homeland. And of course, they want basic human rights that we all take for granted to live a life of freedom and dignity. They want to be able to dream of more than just surviving and keeping their land that they've lived on for generations. Those are just some of what they mean when they shout, free Palestine. I wanna bring the hostages home, all the hostages, 
those taken on October 7th, and those taken for decades prior by Israel and held without trial or any charges in administrative detention. I keep hearing Israeli enablers say, bring home the hostages, while totally ignoring that Israel has killed many of them, that settlers are blocking aid the hostages also need from getting to Gaza, and that Israel is clearly more concerned with genocide than bringing them home. Bezalel Smotrich, one of Israel's extremist ministers, recently said bringing home the hostages is, and I quote, not the most important thing. Netanyahu has rejected a ceasefire for a hostage release. So who exactly are you saying bring the hostages home to? If you care so much about the hostages, why do you totally ignore the ones that were released that said they feared being killed by Israel, not Hamas? Why do you ignore their families when they say that Netanyahu, and I quote, seems to be stalling on a deal because this is in his favor. The public will fall asleep. The emotion will run out. It turns out that it's more convenient for Netanyahu if the hostages were dead. If you care so much about the hostages, why do you ignore what they and their families are saying? You say you care about the hostages, but your concern disappears when Israel is the one that kills them. You shout, free the hostages, but once they are free, you don't listen to what they're saying. You want to bring the hostages back to their families, but you aren't listening to what their families are saying about Israel killing them and not doing enough to actually bring them home. Seems to me that you don't really care about the hostages. You just want to use them as an excuse for genocide and to demonize the Palestinian people. Hate to break it to you, but if your response to the murder of thousands of Palestinians is just, well, free the hostages, it's your mind and heart that are being held hostage by the political ideology that is in direct conflict with the values of Judaism. It goes by the name of Zionism. Christian Zionists want the Jews to be in the Holy Land so they will die in their apocalyptic prophecy, which to me seems pretty, how you call it? Anti-Semitic. Balfour, Peel, known anti-Semites who wanted to solve the Jewish problem by getting rid of the Jews, rounding them all up and moving them out of Europe. And you know what's better than just getting rid of the people you hate? sending them to a place where people already live so they have to make enemies of the local population because they will violently take their land. After that, their presence in that land would put Jews in a perpetual state of danger. Again, pretty anti-Semitic. European Jew haters knew anti-Semitism was merely hatred for the other, and anti-Semitic tropes were based on ignorant bigotry, not reality. So what did they do? They created a real reason for people to hate the Jews, their violent dispossession of the Palestinian people. They are not only anti-Semitic, but also Islamophobic. So pitting non-Christians against each other was killing two birds with one bigoted stone, a plan only a real Jew hater could come up with. 
Not only would Zionism put Jews and Muslims at odds, but it would turn Jews against Jews, destroying Judaism from within. I have gotten way more hateful letters and threats from other Jews because of speaking out on behalf of Palestinian human rights than I have ever received from anti-Semites. I've gotten messages from Zionists that they hope my mother is the victim of sexual violence. They want my 70-year-old mother, who is a Zionist, by the way, to be sexually assaulted. Sounds pretty anti-Semitic to me. Jewish people who are against the genocide and who are speaking out against Israel's well-documented human rights abuses are constantly attacked by Zionist Jews. Let's see, who would want to turn Jews against each other? Oh yeah, anti-Semites. Anti-Zionism isn't anti-Semitism. Zionism is anti-Semitism. Follow me across social media at Jonathan Randall. Check out the end of the occupation Etsy store where 60% of all the profits go to help the Freedom Theater and the Mercy Corps. There is a brand new episode of the American Jew podcast where I interview comedian and activist Michael Scherzer. It's available on YouTube and all podcast platforms. So be sure to check that out. Special thanks to all my Kofi members for helping produce all my podcast episodes. If you like my content and want to support my work, please do so at Kofi.com slash Jonathan Randall. I'll put the links to everything in the description. My whole life, people have told me that the world hates me just because I'm Jewish. That one day, like they have so many times in the past, they are gonna come from me. And what am I gonna do then? Where am I gonna go? That's why there needs to be an Israel. But I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the only reason they're coming for us is because of Israel. It's because of 75 years of the Nakba, the catastrophe, the oppression, dispossession, and dehumanization of the Palestinian people. Jews are at a pivotal time in history. We cannot let our traumas and our fears create a self-fulfilling prophecy that'll lead to our demise. How are we pretending that they are coming for us just because we are Jewish after we turn them into refugees and continue to murder them by the thousands? What will happen if this leads to World War III, causing economies to collapse and regimes to end? Who are they going to say caused it all? The Jews. We cannot continue to try to eradicate the Palestinian people and be safe in this world. And the sooner we figure that out, the safer the whole world will be, which may be why God spread us across the world in the first place and gave us the mission of being a light unto the nations, not to genocide them. I'm Jonathan Randall. How you like me now? <laughs>